Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. So, Brad, I just wanted to start this episode off by asking you if you managed to find any minivan follow-up so you could say it in your special way that everyone loves and no one hates. Are you talking are you talking a minivan? I don't I don't know. Now if you're talking about mini E van, uh, uh yeah. no, no. There's That's no what I was talking about. There's no follow-up. And I was willing to let that go. I was willing to even pretend, <laughs> you know, just not let that be a thing. But since you brought it up, no, there was no mini E van follow-up for this week. Uh, in fact, there is no follow-up for this week. Woo-hoo. Well, okay, technically, there's follow-up, but it's not follow-up. Because, uh, so last week, of course, we talked about the fact that there was a huge hurricane heading for Walt Disney World, right? Right. And now that, is, that has happened. Uh, you notice You notice. I'm ignoring the fact that you asked for no more mini-E, because that's not happening, okay? So let's just go ahead <laughs> Get that out of the way. If I, I just see, wanted to give you a chance to talk about it. If I see if I see more topics, I'm definitely taking advantage of that. But anyway, so we talked about the hurricane last week. Now we can talk about the aftermath, which is technically a follow up, but not really because it's not it's not like we said these things might be these things might happen, and then we're we're now it we are now talking about the aftermath of the hurricane. So not follow up, follow up. Uh, surprise, not surprisingly. Fortunately, that's the word that I want to. That's the word that I want to use. Fortunately, uh, overall, Disney weathered the storm really well. Uh, you know, looking at video and pictures of the of the resorts during and, and immediately following the storms. I mean, there there was definitely damage. You know, trees down. Uh, what I think the the animal center, like the the covered entry into it was uh crushed but you know the actual place seemed to be okay you saw the you saw the picture here and there of a tree that had fallen on a couple of cars which is right. sad that's not really you know you 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 make it through the storm everything's pretty okay oh, that wasn't too bad and then you walk outside and go uh, oh my car's destroyed dang yeah don't have don't 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 really have that vehicle to to leave this vacation uh, place that I've chosen to go. Uh, but, you know, other than that, there, was, there were branches down in a lot of places, but everyone talked about how well uh, Disney handled this, how quickly they responded. Uh, you know, so many pictures and videos of characters out in the, uh, in the resorts. That was the best. To see, like, all the characters in the resort like lobby areas watching movies with kids and playing video games and that was so awesome yeah just you don't you don't get to see that very making, much you know being easygoing and therefore making it easier for for kids in a very right. uncomfortable situation like okay the characters are here and they're chill so i guess i can be chill too right right i mean they were just acting like they were resort guests yeah, yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, there was I saw at least one picture of like uh was it Chip or Dell? One of them was like behind the the concierge desk with the phone up to his ear and everything. <laughs> so, yeah, lots of lots of pictures of characters and 
uh, I did notice that they started doing at least I on some in some of the resorts they were staggering the times when you could go and visit the food court, which was very smart because that was a big complaint last year. Uh, they also what cut the price of the boxed meals in half, I think, because last year yeah. it was like twelve bucks for the box meal. This year it was six bucks, which. And that's one thing we said last year when Andrew came through was that's a little that's a, that's a lot to charge people in a in an emergency situation. Right for for the you know and yeah that's Disney pricing, but you're not really getting a lot for that. Right. Uh, so yeah, I I I was very impressed with seeing where Disney had clearly learned lessons from what happened last year and said, okay, we can fix that. That's not going to happen again. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what they did. So, you know, by and large, uh, things went off pretty well. I know that what, so uh, Blog Mickey reported that Jungle Cruise was down, uh, and they're saying at least a week is what they were hearing from cast members, uh, because boats couldn't even make it through the first turn uh, due, to, due to trees down in the, in the Jungle Cruise, which is not surprising given how many trees are involved in the jungle right. cruise. Well, and that seemed to be the most, like on the resort as a whole, that seemed to be the most, uh, you know, common occurrence was trees being down. There were tons of trees down at, you know, Animal Kingdom and uh, Port Orleans had, you know, a lot of tree trouble that we saw, but that seemed to be the most common occurrence was trees being toppled over, which makes sense because, you know, hurricanes lots of wind made of wind lots of wind and lots of water <laughs> making everything wet which leads to right. things like gosh there like was the whole root ball yes, of a tree just yes. uprooting yes or or there was one picture that i saw where it was like one of the one of the walkways at the resort and there was this cluster of of you know small trees that had all tumped over and the entire like Almost, it was like the floor of of that area had just been pulled up, <laughs> like and a rug, it, like a yes, grass rug. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like the rug had just rolled over, and you know, here are all these trees now just kind of leaning off to the side. But yeah, lots of lots of trees were down. Uh, it also caused the uh, Walt Disney World Railroad to be shut down. Uh, but again, by and large, Disney escaped this relatively unscathed. Mm-hmm. So. That was good to see. It was good to see that uh, you know everyone weathered the storm really well. It was really cool to see that Kristen Bell got stuck in Orlando and that, yeah. saves what saves Josh Gad's parents, and then <laughs> and then goes to a shelter and starts singing Frozen songs. And you know, I, I love at the end of that video, and I it's actually not in our show notes, but I will go find it and and add it to the show notes. Like at the end of the video, she so she's singing. Um, the what what is the song where she, uh, she's singing about coming to the door singing to Elsa uh do you want to build a snowman there you go so she comes to the, and then she you know so she ends the song and she starts saying something to the effect of and she and at the end she doesn't come to the door and that's kind of a bummer or you know something to that effect and i'm like that's just it's awesome that that is how she chose to spend her time yeah well and i think i, I think how that how that went was she was at the swan and dolphin staying there and they evacuated two uh, assisted living places to the Swan and Dolphin. And so they, this like huge group of senior citizens just got evacuated to her hotel. 
and they were just all hanging out in the lobby and and stuff. Well, now, okay, so I know she did stuff there, but like this was a video where she was up on a stage. Oh, okay. Uh, with just like a piano, and and there were a bunch of kids around and stuff. So I think she uh, actually visited some shelters as well. But apparently, okay. she wasn't supposed to be staying in Orlando. But you know, clearly the uh, hurricanes change plans for a lot of people. And mm-hmm. again, it's just it's cool to see somebody like that going. Okay, if I'm stuck here, the, I'm going to make the best of it. Right. Might uh, as well be a cool person. Yeah. So you know, you see you see plenty of that from uh, from celebrities on down to you know regular people if you will uh you know definitely including the numerous cast members who kept who kept everything running yeah while while they were stuck in the stuck in the resorts right uh yeah and then yeah and then the cast members who immediately got out there when they could and started getting everything cleaned up so that the parks could reopen for the most part so Yes, again, some uh, some attractions did see some downtime, but overall, pretty pretty limited. Again, with the exception of the Jungle Cruise, which is currently still down as as of uh, Thursday the fourteenth when we're recording. Hopefully, by the time you're listening to this, it's open, and if not, it will be open uh, very shortly after we open. We hope, but yeah, Hurricane Irma, uh, pretty crazy. Uh, to to see everything that had happened, but very glad to see uh, a lot of a lot of people getting through safely. Yeah, most definitely. And like a lot of people have said, uh, after Harvey and Houston, you know, it's really good to see people banding together and helping each other and stuff. And again, with with Irma in, in Florida, it's been really nice to see people coming together and 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 just being helpful and loving. So. Good on you, everybody. Yes, and, and keep on doing it because as as we've seen with Harvey, you know, just in that in the area of Texas, which don't get me wrong, is a large area of Texas. There's a really large area of area of Florida that's going to be recovering for quite a while. So, right, yeah. uh, you know, keep keep those those donations going. Uh, people are going to need them. They are going to be used uh, to to bring uh, to bring these places back to to what they once were. So, I feel like that's uh, that's our that's the end of our non follow up follow up. <laughs> so now we can move on to new topics. And why shouldn't we start out our new topics with Ellen wants her robot back? A few a few episodes ago, we were talking about how Ellen's energy adventure animatronic looked you know basically just like generic blonde human animatronic and apparently ellen shares that uh that sentiment a bit because she she said on her show um there was a robot of me and <laughs> and then you, she she you, made you, a joke you, you really need to go and watch this video we're, yeah. we're gonna explain it to you but it loses something without her uh without her delivery yeah. of the entire thing you you need to see this but anyway she so. basically just makes a joke to that effect that yeah it looks nothing like her um but anyway and she wants it so she she put up apparently there's a there's a phone number the phone number that she puts up she says is for a radio shack in new york go look up that phone it is legitimate like she legitimate gave out the phone number to a radio shack in new york 
saying, well, I don't know, but maybe they can do something with it. Maybe they can get it uh, working. So yes, it's it's completely a a bit. But I love the fact that that number one, she acknowledged that this whole thing was happening, and then yeah. the way that she, you know, uh, talking about how her her ride had closed that covered where energy comes from. Hashtag fun. Replaced by <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Hashtag boring. <laughs> You know, it's just, yeah. To, and then to, hashtag Owen Wilson's haircut. Yes. Hashtag Owen Wilson's haircut for, for her. Uh, and, and then the, here's a picture of the, of the robot. Do we have a close up? No. Good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was great to hear her, her poke fun at her audio animatronic, Ellen, not, not just a robot, but Hey, uh, you know, we'll, I guess we could forgive that. Right. Yeah. Um, Ellen, if you're listening, which I know you are. We refer to those as audio animatronics or AAs. But hey, close close enough, close <laughs> enough. Uh, but if you if you know where Ellen's robot is, call the uh, Radio Shack. Call in, that Radio Shack. Yeah, call that Radio Shack in New York, <laughs> who has probably received way more phone calls than they ever. Oh my gosh! Because you know, random people were just calling them for no good reason. Sure. After that, uh, maybe maybe they got some cells out of it. Yeah, maybe maybe they they made us a, a sale for somebody to get a little Sprint, a Sprint prepaid phone or something. That's right, because when you're suing Sprint, you know, this is not missing the Radio Shack. So we're not going to get off into <laughs> into Radio Shack's uh, bankruptcy and all those things that are related to it. Instead, we're going to move on to talk about not Dole Whip, because you because okay, so so when I say not Dole Whip, because you have Dole Whip. And then you have the uh, citrus this, uh, swirl. Whatever this dumb thing is. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Slow your roll, buddy. The swi- the, the, switchress. the citrus swirl <laughs> is beloved by many, many a person. And I still choose Dole Whip when I go. But every, you know what, every once in a while, like if, I, if, if I'm going to be there for, if I'm visiting Magic Kingdom on multiple days, right? Maybe I've already had my Dole Whip. And then I go, you know what? Yeah, a citrus swirl wouldn't be bad. And then I go have a citrus swirl and go, yeah, I wish I would have had I should have had a Dole Whip. Yeah, yeah. I, could, I could have had another Dole Whip. But, but if you like the citrus swirl, but you've been sitting there going... You're a monster. Other than that, I, <laughs> I mean, not that. Jeremy's the one who, who thinks you're a monster. Brad doesn't think you're a monster. Brad still, Brad still prefers Dole Whip, but Brad's, Brad's letting you be you. But anyway... You've been looking at the people with the Dole Whips and you're like, it's really kind of not fair because they get that Dole Whip float thing with the, the pineapple juice and the Dole Whip on top. And it's awesome and amazing. And that's what I usually get. I don't just get a Dole Whip. I get the Dole Whip float, right? Well, yeah. Oh, if you've, yeah. No if you've looked at that and thought, that's why do they get that? And I don't get that. Disney has you covered now because now there is a sw- citrus swirl. Oh my gosh, can I just say the that word citrus? Second time you've gone switchress. Yes. Switchress. The citrus the switchress float. There we go. I'm just gonna there you go. just boom, smash it together. Done. That is that is now the switchress. The switchress float, which is a citrus and vanilla swirled soft serve over orange soda. Hmm. That's where they lose me. Orange soda. I uh, I, you know what? Here's the thing. I don't mind some orange soda. I'm all about some orange soda. But if it's, if it's supposed to be like the Dole Whip, 
the Dole Whip is on top of pineapple juice, right? Right. Uh, unless I've unless I've been totally crazy every time I've had it, or maybe they give me the really really old pineapple soda where it's all <laughs> flat, and so I've been thinking it's fine. But I'm pretty sure that's pineapple juice. And the last time I checked, the orange has a pretty popular juice associated with it as well, right? <laughs> it, it, well, you know, Brad. You got to give them a break. They're not real familiar with oranges in Florida. So oh, okay. Okay. They're just flying by the seat of their pants on this one. They're like, uh, someday, someday, someone will figure out how to juice this, this sucker. But until <laughs> this magical then, magical fruit. But until then, the soda is close, is close enough. And, and <laughs> now the truth is, I have to assume they tried it with orange juice and they went, ugh. It needs Ugh. to be sweeter than, that's, than yeah. that will allow. Yeah, yeah, that's just bad. That's just yeah. bad. And so, and so thus we end up with, with orange soda, which I'm assuming is Fanta, right? Because Disney's yeah. a Coke park. Though they yeah. don't say that it's Fanta. They don't say Fanta. They just say orange soda. I guess that way they can swap out orange soda if they run out of one. Or I don't, I don't know. Anyway, there, but yes, there is now a citrus swirl, a citrus float, if you will, that is available. And... The sad part is that I'm kind of like you. That that soda part throws me off a little bit, but I'm probably going to try this next time I go. Well, and you'll have to let us know. I am going to stick with Dole Whip, as I always have, because once you've had the best, I don't feel like there's any reason to try the rest. But you don't know. You could, you could, you could try the Switchress float, and you could be like, this is the best thing ever. Uh, you might be you might just be missing out well here's here's what maybe. you do here's what you do next time you go you get the dole whip float and you convince claire that she wants the switchers float she would not go for that she would uh she would immediately see through the fact that i was trying to get her to try the new possibly bad thing so i could have more of the dole whip Ah, uh, well, that's my that's wife on, is a smart woman. That's on you, man. You got to be you got to be a better salesman than that. But if you if you have <laughs> always been a fan of Switchress, you can now try <laughs> Switchress float. I'm just I'm just leaning into it because that's so I know that I'm going to get that wrong if I don't if I don't just go with Switchress from here on out. So I'm just anyway, such a big Switchress fan. That's right. That's right. I'm all about that Switchress. So now that we've said Switchress 400 times, what's our, what's our next topic? Or is there, because there's nothing left on this topic, right? No. We, we have juiced this topic as much as we can. Oh, boy. I suppose we have. And also that joke. Um, the after hours, uh, the after hours event that we talked about, I guess, last year? Or was it earlier this year? Um, I don't know. The, it feels like it's been forever ago, right? Yeah. It's the one with the very good logo uh, was, with, the, with the moon. It was probably, it was probably earlier this year, I, I'm thinking. But anyway, it's back, and they've announced the hours for 2018 for it. And if I remember correctly, before we get into talking about this, I'm trying to remember, I was not as for this as you is that right i don't remember that either of us was particularly for it maybe you were more adamantly against it but i, I, I don't just, recall i don't recall being for it either and 
By the way, I, I just looked, and yeah, 2016 was the last time this was done. So they took a year off. Okay. And it's coming back next year. <laughs> I just, I think uh, this was in the this was in the time period, or I guess 2016 was in the time period where, like, uh, whatever, d- deluxe parking was becoming a thing. And, up like, charge, there were all, charge, there were all these, charge, uh, yeah, it was upcharge city over there. So I think... I uh, the reason I say that is because I I want to talk about it again, um, but now that you know times are different and we're not in the middle of all these upcharges, like as we're talking about it, my opinion may seem to be very different than it was, uh, but it's only because you know new new things have come to light. We've seen this already before once and. Um, I just don't want to appear to be a, a waffler. Whatever. Go ahead. Just just waffle all over the place, buddy. Tell us tell us why tell us why Disney After Hours is now the best thing ever. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's the best thing ever. But um it is so it's a night event, obviously, after hours. Um you get in at seven and you get you get to see the happily ever after fireworks, and then you get to stay in the park until it looks it looks like from from this I don't remember I thought last time it was a lot later than this but the these 2018 dates uh, is 11 p.m. and sometimes midnight, but isn't isn't the Magic Kingdom open till midnight sometimes anyway? It is, but I don't know about this time of year. So hmm. uh, 2016 it. It occurred in April and May. So, so the dates for this year are, are, excuse me, for next year, I should say, are January, February, and March. Uh, three in January, two in February, two in March. In 2016, it was April and May when it was happening. And the event hours were from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. That's right. But, okay. but if the parks were open later at that time of year, that might explain why it was 11 to 2 instead of 7 to midnight, which... So seven means that you're still getting there while other guests are in the park. Right. Uh, but it also means that you get more time in the park, right? Mm-hmm. 11, 12, one, that's three, seven, eight. Ten. Yeah, yeah, there's more hours. There. <laughs> fortunately, there are more hours. Fortunately, I didn't have to go to my toes. I was able to do that on my hands. But yes, there, there are more hours available now. Uh, so I think, I think that's why the time changed. But anyway, but I, you know, I, I think this is, this is nice. Um, they don't seem to have posted pricing. So I assume that Disney has not posted pricing, but I've seen pricing discussed other places. I assume Um, it's going to be the same as, as last time, huh? Actually, what I've seen is 119, which I don't know where somebody got that from because, uh, you know, Disney parks blog has not mentioned that, but. Uh, other people may have those those nice inside uh, Buddies, sources or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but one nineteen is what I've seen, which it was one forty nine. Hold on. Okay, here we go. Uh, Orlando Sentinel dot com. Don't you love it when you're googling right in the middle of the show? <laughs> uh, yes. Right in the middle of a sentence. That's right. List the cost at one nineteen per person for advanced sales. One twenty four day of the event. And there is a discount deal for WDW annual pass holders and Disney Vacation Club members for $89. Disney Vacation Club? 
That sounds like a pretty good, well-kept secret, huh? I was about to say, I've never heard of that before because it's such a good secret. <laughs> but yeah, so so you get more time and the price went down. That is, that's pretty nice. But it's also, um, I feel like calling it, you know, the, I think being 7 to 11 or 7 to midnight also makes it slightly less special feeling. It may not be any less special time-wise, but... There was something cool about being able to be in the Magic Kingdom until two in the morning. For me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 later. And so even even if the park closes at uh eight or whatever it might be, and you're still so even if you still get the same three hours, right? Like let's say that before the park closed at eleven. Right, uh, and so you had eleven till two, and now the park's closing at eight, and you're getting eight to eleven. So you still get the same three hours with with non uh, non cool people in the are are being kicked out of the park while you're like, peace out, I'm enjoying my rides. What what? Uh, right. It's just yeah, it's it's not the same because you're not doing it as late. So yeah, it does make a difference, but it also means that you're more likely to be able to get up the next day. And yeah. go do whatever else you want to do. So it's, eh, and know, I will say, I will say, one of the here and there. One of the main selling points of this is the fact that there's so few people in the park. Because like EMH, uh, there's so many people. There's and less people. There's, there's less, less people, people, but but there are a lot of people on yes. EMH nights and. Or, or or mornings, but at EMH times, there's there's a lot of people still, and and sometimes waits can still be high on some of the more popular attractions. You know, like in Hollywood Studios, say Tower of Terror or um, uh, Rock and Roller Coaster, they can still have a a, a high ish wait. This um this Disney After Hours. There are so few people who, you know, there there's such a small amount of tickets I guess that they sell that you you you're pretty much guaranteed to have little to no weight on on those very popular attractions in the Magic Kingdom. So that is a selling point, um the fact that like everybody is gone and and they can control how many tickets to this are sold. Um, as opposed to EMH, which is just everyone who's staying on property in one of our, however, you know, million hotels is allowed to come and stay. So you do at least get that. You get you get a very, very short wait on on the attractions in the Magic Kingdom. Well, and and you still get the ice cream novelties and some bottled beverages. Mm. So you're so you're getting some snacks for that price. Uh, I I. I feel okay with this. And again, I haven't gone back and listened to the episode from, I guess, sometime in 2016. <laughs> Jeez, it just doesn't feel like it was that long ago. But anyway, uh, where we talked about it, I feel pretty confident saying that we were both probably pretty against this. Again, maybe differing levels of against, <laughs> but we were both against this. Whereas this time around, I'm like, ah, okay, whatevs. And the difference is that not only were we in a time where they, it felt like, everything was suddenly being upcharged and they were, they were trying to, to, you know, get every penny they could out of us, which, you know, it's really nothing new for Disney. It just, it felt like it was a lot all at once. The other, the other question that we had last time this came around was, are we seeing Disney test 
uh, paid EMH essentially. Yeah. And I don't, I no longer feel like that's the case. Now, if it changes and suddenly, I, suddenly I see more signaling that that's what's going to happen, I would be against this again. But as it stands, they picked what six or seven. Uh, wow, I can't do math. <laughs> seven dates uh, to do this, and that seems very similar to what they did in 2016, where they picked a couple of dates. They said we're going to do this, and then it was, and then it was gone, right? And if mm-hmm. it's if that's what they're going to do every year, that's awesome, you know. For I I I still think two hundred and forty dollars, which you know, I because I'm. I've got to be thinking two people, right? Right. Yeah. $240 is probably more than I would want to pay. Though I will say that um the 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 Disney Parks blog says 25 attractions are going to be open like Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid, Space Mountain and many more. If there's 25 attractions open in Magic Kingdom, you can pretty much do the Magic Kingdom. Right. All during that's your everything. Disney after hours. So you could potentially knock out, let's say, Disney's Hollywood Studios <laughs> and Magic Kingdom in in one day. Uh, that I is guess, true. I guess you would be missing out on Fantasmic or uh, some, you know, the Star Wars fireworks or Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. Uh, you know, because January, no, no, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam's already gone by then. Anyway, you're going to miss out on some night event uh, wherever you choose to leave. But it's a, way to, it's a way to knock out Magic Kingdom much more quickly than you could do any time. And I could see a benefit to that aspect of it. Outside of that, it's, it's still more than what I'm willing to pay, but I'm less. it's more of a live and let live at this point because I don't feel like it's attacking something that I do use, which would be EMH. Right. <sighs> Yeah, no, I and I totally agree. This does not feel like paid EMH anymore. Um, even though the hours, the hours of of the thing are now pretty much just EMH hours. Well, but again, you know what they I mean. Were, they were pretty much EMH hours, I think, before. It, but that it eleven, just, it was later. Two, yeah. yeah, but the park was open later, so that's true. And and Disney has made a point of saying. Uh, you know, of clarifying, please note that Disney After Hours does not replace extra magic hours right. for our resort guests and are instead held on non-EMH dates. Yeah. Which I guess does mean that if you're taking advantage of Disney After Hours, you're, you are missing out on EMH at some other park. Right. Because I would, I would assume that that means EMH is still going on somewhere else. But if you're there for a week, you're going to get multiple shots at EMH anyway. So, right. you yeah, know this what? Go do some Disney After Hours. This feels like a really good thing, like you were saying, to do, you know, on a day where you're going to go to, uh, oh, what, what, go about, to what about Hollywood if you're Studios. Go, what about if you're going to do the Springs, man? Yeah, well, that's what I was about to say, is if you're, if you're you know, if you're going to do Hollywood Studios one day and then this at night, but uh, if you did, you know, a day at Hollywood, or <laughs> if you did a, a day at Disney Springs or did a resort day, um, then you're basically, you know, you're not incurring another ticket price. So this just becomes your one ticket for the day. And you get like, you basically could do everything that you could do in a whole day at the Magic Kingdom in three or four hours, which is pretty good. And if you, and if you, and, and, and it's only $20 more. 
per person. You know, you're already paying $100 to get into Magic Kingdom, sometimes more. Well, but if I'm already paying for a four-day ticket to add that fifth day is more like 20 bucks a ticket, right? You're, you're talking about if it's a single-day right. entry. I'm thinking I'm already there for multiple days because most of us, if we're going, going to go, are going to go for at least three days, right? And after three days, that's where the ticket, we're bumping up your ticket another day, starts getting really, really ridiculously cheap. Hmm. So, yeah, I, I, look, comparing it to a single-day ticket, it's very, very close in price. But additional days on an existing multi-day, even, even you know, your base or, or even your park hopper ticket, it's still going to be a lot less expensive to just add a day uh, to your ticket. But again, that doesn't, you may not, let's say that you're going to be there for four days and you want to go visit all the parks, but you'd also like to go see Disney Springs or you'd like to go see uh, some of the resorts. You're not, it's, it's going to be a lot harder to work in that opportunity if you didn't have something like this. Mm-hmm. So, so, there, so there are definitely advantages. The other thing, though, is if you're going to go and do this, just don't eat all day and just go hog wild <laughs> on those ice cream novelties and bottled beverages and make all your money back. Because, you know, it's Disney. So, like, five Mickey bars, and you should be breaking even, right? Mm-hmm. That's about and 120 diabetes. <laughs> oh, the sweet, sweet diabetes. <laughs> you get it, That's- sweet diabetes. But uh, I didn't. But now, now I do. Now I'm gonna get tweeted because somebody is gonna be upset. I I, yeah. I got it after you explained it to me. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I think that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash MTM Podcast. You can visit us on the web at MissingTheMouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, have a magical day. Bye.